Hey everybody, welcome back to another exciting episode of Podcat Podcast, the premier podcast of the Podcat Podcast Network. Oh, I did it! <laughs> you did it, congratulations. Thank you. We're doing a morning podcast today. We'd yeah. say morning, but we have a, are having a lazy Saturday. It is Sunday. Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> this is my last lazy morning, and this afternoon is not going to be lazy, it's going to be hectic because the semester starts right now! <laughs> And I gotta get my ass into gear, but I thought we'd say hi to you before I have to go up and do that. So, hello. Hello. I finished uh, Demon Souls last night, and not a day too soon. Not one day too soon. So, Sam was able to procure a, a, a PS5 for himself. PS5, mm-hmm. Um, so, that was exciting. Yeah. We had to trade in so many of our uh, Podcat Podcat Halliburton credits That's in right. order to in order to make that happen. Really... <laughs> Had to grease some palms. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so really excited to have all of these big friends in big oil. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny to even think of us having friends in big oil. <laughs> sure. <laughs> We'd be like, the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> all the time? Um, yeah. So I was, I really enjoyed watching you play Demon Souls. It was so much fun. Not just watching me play. Well, I you've well, gotten into it a little. I've really enjoyed it in general. Like I, I say over and over, I'm not great at video games, um, because I forget. Like I just don't have the muscle memory to remember where X and triangle and square and circle are. Like I just it doesn't work for me, and it's been that way my entire life. I've never been able to like remember where any of the A B X Y or any of that stuff is. Um, so it takes me a while to like really get into that. And that's why I think when I find a video game I really like, I'm super into it and I play it a lot because I have to get that muscle memory. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I've really only ever played Animal Crossing, um, the Halo franchise, and Borderlands. <laughs> oh, and Fallout, I guess. I've played Fallout too. Oh, and I was really into um, all of the Bethesda, Oblivion, Morrowind, things like that too. But Sure. Um, but yeah, I'm really not great at like fighty games. Right. But but you made a character. I made a character and I am slowly making my way through the tutorial. (laughs) (laughs) You're passing the tutorial now. I'm passing the tutorial. You're in world 1-1. I'm in world 1-1, which means I have not killed a demon, which means Mm -hmm. I can't level. That's right. (laughs) So it feels like the tutorial. black won't talk to you yet. You're not a recognized champion of the Nexus. But you're in the world Mm -hmm. uh, trying to recover your body. But I really love watching you play Dark Souls and Demon Souls. Um, that has been a real joy in like our relationship because it's so soothing to watch you and you're such a good player. So mm. like everything gets to be really cinematic. You don't do a whole lot of like you're you're appropriately like just a little over leveled for everything you go into. So it's a little tough. Um, but the story kind of just continues to go on. So it's not like having to watch someone go through it over and over and over. Yeah. I'm really only grinding when I'm like killing those dragons or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, so that's, it's fun and it gives me a lot of ideas for my podcast. Sure. Yeah. They they have such a beautiful milieu Mm -hmm. kind of, uh, environmentally driven story that is, that is, that is really haunting and really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I I think especially in Demon's Souls, there's, there's a lot of grist for the mill for. Yes. I loved, I, there was not a single bit of Demon Souls that I was not into the imagery that they were using. Oh, it was so beautiful. Oh, it was really interesting. Yeah. Really nice. So yeah, I, I'm really excited to play that more as you are going back to school and I'll have more time just by myself, really. For sure. To like do other stuff. I mean, because what am I going to do? Clean the house? Mm-hmm. 
Fuck that. What did what, did you make a priest as your character? I think no. So, or is it a Templar knight or something? No, it's um. I thought it was because you have a faith based build. Oh, that's right. I'm a priest. I think you're a priest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't feel like it because you're so male. You're like a dun- uh, Dungeons and Dragons edition one priest, mm-hmm. where you're like heavy armor, heavy weapon, yeah. sort of a thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. And I'm really enjoying the PS5, too, because I really like how the sound and the rumbles are working. Oh, the controller is so amazing. Yeah, so good. In Demon's Souls, it's very Lovecraftian in a way that there's there's just these profound um, apocalyptic old ones. Mm -hmm. Um, The world is kind of dreamed up by them, and you you can make decisions about them. But uh, the controller, the way it rumbles, feels so cool with them because you can feel like their heartbeat or their breath or something. Mm-hmm. And there's been controllers that rumble for forever, but the, the degree of sensitivity to it where you can recognize what you're feeling as what's happening on the screen is, yeah. is really special. It was really good. I, and, like, I kept thinking, like, what's the point? What are we doing? Why are we upgrading to the PS5 again? You know, or, like, like at some point, the upgrades seem a little bit silly at sure. some point because I'm like, well, the game is, like, pretty much the same. Um, but, like, I was totally sold on Demon Souls and playing with the controller. I was like, oh, wow, this is a totally different so experience. So tactile feeling. Yeah, absolutely. It was really fun. It was really down and dirty mm-hmm. and fighting and everything. And then um, the controller is also so nice for streaming because it's a microphone. Yeah, so for sure. So it just seamlessly works if you want to do a little Twitch or whatever. Yeah. And I watched you on Twitch quite a bit, so that was mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I've also been doing a lot of Twitch and getting everything set up for myself. I've really been enjoying well, that. You plug your channel. Oh, it's uh, twitch.tv slash typicalveronica. I think you might be doing more there, too. So really mm-hmm. look that up and follow it. Um, if you don't have a Twitch account, it's a great time to yeah. make one to go follow it because uh, exciting stuff happening there. Yeah. You're, you've been making really cool overlays. You've gotten sound plugins for yeah. music and everything. So it's 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 already a very cool channel, but it's only getting cooler. Yeah, I'm excited to try it out. And, and there's going to be like Demon Souls on it, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Demon Souls. <laughs> yeah, so I'm pretty excited about that whole thing. So. Yeah. Very cool. It's a, it's a nice way for me to like spend my time and stuff because my time is so different when you're in law school. Sorry, I have a hair that's between my bra and my back and it was just driving me crazy. Mm. Okay, sorry. I'm better now. Um, yeah, it's just a really nice way for me to chill out and unplug, but also feel like I'm doing something productive when you're doing study and stuff. So, for sure. Yeah, I really mm. enjoyed uh, kind of getting into that. My friend Steph is really the one that like pushed me into doing it because she was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go for it. I'm just gonna just do it." And I was like, "That's fucking cool. Like, <laughs> I should follow her lead." Yeah. So yeah, that's good. Sure. Uh, if you want to catch me uh, streaming once every two months or something mm-hmm. while I'm in school, and more often when I'm not, it's Twitch.tv/slash Loomis Seven. I think yeah. for me, that's Samuel spelled backwards. Samuel spelled backwards. Seven. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, what have we done since we last podcatted? Um, <laughs> well, there's been insurrection. The world is is continuing to crumble. <laughs> this virus continues to get worse and not better. And, oh, Rand Paul, um, an eye doctor, has come out and said, like, hey, you don't need a mask. So, you know, that's good, right? Yeah, fucking, don't take medical fucking, advice from idiots. Yeah, don't take medical advice from an eye doctor. Like, get glasses from them. <laughs> And see if you have macular degeneration. It's not just an eye doctor. It's uh, someone who's who's yeah. lost to uh, to their own world, their own mm-hmm. self-contained world of, of, of media. Yeah, they're playing demon souls, and they're <laughs> trying to collect your souls. So it's really weird. 
Uh, so I saw that was the first bit of uh, news that I saw this morning, and I was okay. like, motherfucker. Yeah. Every day I'm just 4, like, 4,000 Americans dying a The a, lunacy a of this. Yeah. It's craziness. 200,000 Americans getting infected a day. Do you know that? That's what it is. Oh my so God. So the seven day average for quite a while now. <coughs> and then 3% of that is 6,000. So we're not up to the high water mark of death. Yeah, wow, it's really sad, y'all. You know, you're living it with us, uh-huh. except for all of the brand new babies. Um, we do play podcast podcast in hospitals and especially in the nursery, of course. So, you that's know, what Halbert and Teen. Oh, I should say. sorry, not oh, oh my god. So, uh, that's what we do on our own, yeah. Nobody's bidding, <laughs> yeah. No one pays us, Big Pharma, to do this, and <laughs> yeah. So, babies, don't listen to Rand Paul. <laughs> Um, what else? We watched Wonder Woman 84. Did we talk about that last time? 1984. I don't remember if we did or not. I think we might have. We might have. Uh-huh. We have mixed reviews on that. So, <laughs> there we go. Uh, what else? What else are we doing? I'm planning a lot of stuff for my garden. Um, I bought a brand new, or I say my garden, our landscape. I have no, like, real legit garden here. Um, so... Yeah, I went and bought a pickaxe yesterday. Oh, the soil is very clayish. Yeah, and I really struggled with it when we first moved here because I moved from a place where it had like sandy soil sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so you'd run into those issues, and that's pretty easy to deal with. Mm-hmm. Like you just put all sorts of, you know, amendments in the soil. Whereas with clay, I was just like, oh, great. I not only have to learn how to shade a garden, I also have to learn how to garden in clay mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's pretty tough so we're uh north carolina i think it's a zone 7.5 uh right? 7a oh, or 7b sorry 7b mm-hmm. for all your garden heads out there yeah what's a channel that you love for gardening um so there is there are a couple um one that i really like is uh garden answer so um it follows this woman named laura in west eastern oregon so she's almost in idaho really Um, and she and her husband have been doing YouTube for several years now, and she just hit a million followers, but she is an excellent, um, gardener. Her family owns a little nursery, so she's been gardening her whole life. Um, so I really enjoy watching her, like, do little projects and stuff. And I got a lot of inspiration for her, from her when I first started gardening. Um, and then there's a couple that I'm subscribed to, and I could not tell you what the names of those are, Mm. Uh, but there's one for a houseplant lady that I watch all the time. And it is neat because when you like do a home tour of her thing, her whole entire house looks like a jungle, but like not like gross looking or like, oh my gosh, this is excessive. It just looks like everything is a living wall and it's really neat. Mm. Um, so if you're interested, just send, hit me up on Twitter or something and I'd be happy to send you links to that. Yeah. To we any got of these plugs channels. today. Yeah. They're real heads now. <laughs> <laughs> There's just stuff that we're interested in that we want to get out the good word about. Yeah. And one of those is for your personal taxes, your income taxes. Yes. Our you should consider. Our great friend Molly McBreen. That's Morris. right. I think she's Molly Morris. Uh, oh, Molly Morris for this professional venture. But yeah, you should uh, definitely look up and consider Molly Morris as account- accounting for your personal tax or for any other mm-hmm. accounting needs that you might have. She's Molly Morris, accountant on Facebook and uh, her website is m3virtualaccounting.com. So we're going to use her for our uh, uh, tax return this mm-hmm. year, and uh, and she's a darling friend. Yes, and we'd really encourage you if you don't know 
if you just want to uh, get that chore done so you don't have to think about it of how or through whom am I going to do my taxes, consider Molly. And it's really nice to have a face to put with that. I know that, like, right now it's so easy to think, like, oh, hey, I'm just going to use, like, TurboTax or something. And that's probably fine for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I never want to discourage anybody from saving, you know, a little bit here and there. Um, because they do like a free edition that really is I, fine. I should for say that. People. I mean, I definitely don't want to anti plug Molly, but um, I well, did not know about the free TurboTax, but you, you are. Well, um, I was just saying that if you want someone to talk to yes. during the. Like, that's, I think, like the biggest benefit of like someone that can put your mind at ease because it's just like, holy crap, I have this one question. For sure. And like you lose sleep over it at night or something. Yeah. So that's why it's so great it's to a have peace of mind. Yeah, a person. And then it's a person that you know and trust from the community. That, knows your goals. Knows yes, where you want to do. Exactly. And can help advise you on how to get there. Uh, what's that free edition of, of TurboTax? Because people may not know about that. I don't know about that. I think you can Google. Just Google that. Yeah. If you and want that's, that if information. If you're under like $67,000 yeah. a year or something in household income, I think. Or... Listen, they assault my YouTube ads every oh, fucking so tax season. Get the word out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I never saw it, but uh, Oh my gosh, I see it all the time. It's so annoying. Plus, don't support TurboTax because they're the ones who are lobbying to make our tax code harder for you know individuals. What? Don't go to TurboTax. They do bad things in the world. I'm going to delete all of this. Legit, you could have a better tax return experience if it weren't for them and their stranglehold on a particular lobby. Yeah. There, so. Okay, so So, an, an individual accountant, you're not going to be paying those lobbying dollars which you are paying. If why don't we just stop and go back tax. and delete No, let's just keep this going. We're just okay. having, it, having it in there. Okay, so um, actually this is an official disendorsement <laughs> of TurboTax and a full endorsement. We'll sort it out with Halliburton Teen later. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but support a small accountant because you're not yeah. having those lobby dollars go out there to make the world a worse place. So. Absolutely. Support your local... Local CPA. CPA. Okay. Um, and you know whatever your state you're in, um, I, I think she, she's going to be doing mm -hmm. business everywhere. So uh, virtual local, like friend of the pod. Yeah, friend of the pod, Molly. Really plugging her today. <laughs> uh, Molly, if you don't know, was like one of the first people, like she helped organize the very first Geekly Con. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was there days in advance to like help set everything up and everything. So, so much of the community involvement and, you know, kind of how we experience uh, the Geekly community is really in, in thanks and in part to Molly. She's so. absolutely one of the founding member, uh, mm -hmm. founding mothers of this community that mm -hmm. you're, you're enjoying. So, so much of it is thanks to her and, and uh, the people um, on yeah. Wiper's hard work and everything like that. I don't yeah. want to discount any everyone else that did that, but I just, you know, since we're talking yeah. about Sometimes Molly. we can enjoy John Adams during the John Adams documentary. We can enjoy <laughs> Thomas Jefferson during the Thomas Jefferson documentary. You know what I mean? <laughs> God. What a, what a swing. What? <laughs> Founders. She's yeah. a founder. Okay. I was like, what are we talking about? I just mean that whatever founder's documentary it is, you can be oh, like, oh, yes. it's all thanks to them. Even Listen. though it's, it's thanks to many, many, many people. Many but. people, yes. Uh, so yesterday, I had a stream on the Geekly Inc. Twitch that I hope everyone will go and watch because um, it, it's really fun. Um, it's a new game called Vason, and it's by Free... Oh my gosh, I'm I'm totally blanking on their on their name right now. It's a horrible plug, uh, but anyways, uh, it's really neat. The thing that I'm most interested in learning from this system 
is uh, on base building. Um, so because it's something that I wanted to bring into my podcast, but I had no idea how to better do that because I set up my characters with like a, oh, hey, here's a space, but there's no real game element to it. Um, so in playing Basin, we're learning like all of these cool things that you can do in RP um, to build a base, to give your characters bonuses and things like that, which I think is fucking cool in a Lovecraftian type thing because um, you need those extra points every now and then. Uh-huh. So yeah, it, it's um, it's a uh, it's a really neat game, and uh, so we're playing with uh, Michael Demaro as the GM, and Carly Shields is playing with us, and Bridget Connell and Justin Connell and I are all playing. So it's a really it was a really fun game. I am enjoying it and really excited to learn more about it. And the rules are pretty simple. So Bridget, another fellow North Carolinian. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, pretty excited to learn. Do you consider yourself a North Carolinian? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just think I live here. And I wouldn't really even consider myself a Texan either. That's that's, yeah. I definitely didn't ever and they didn't ever consider me. No. (laughs) Because I was like, but where are you from? (laughs) (laughs) You ain't from around. Yeah, but where are you from? I got that so much. Yeah. It was a funny thing because it like I can't say that it handicapped me. Although no. you would think of in the circles I was trading in and the work I was doing that it might have, mm-hmm. but I think it oddly gave me like a weird veneer of trust in a strange way for a particular type of work that I was doing. It was like if you had a British accent, <laughs> yeah, where they're like, "Well, we can trust you to do this. You're smart this way," which like unearned, just like stereotypical yeah. sort of thing. Absolutely, I feel like I really benefited from a weird stereotype of like a hustler Yankee. <laughs> Would you, right? Like, I'm, yeah, I'm not, maybe. I really think so, because <laughs> if I was in that, that techie world, um, but I was worried at times because every single person <laughs> would stop me and be like, "No, you're not from here. Where are you from?" Yeah, <laughs> I'd be like, "Is this gonna hurt?" <laughs> and I don't think it did. <laughs> That's so funny. Or um, maybe it's just maybe people. Um, maybe I'm, I'm not thinking enough. The best of people, and people just sincerely had a uh, moment of curiosity and divorced that entirely from deciding whether or not someone was reputable or good at whatever job they were trying to do. And I don't think that it has to do any... I I think you discount the fact that um, it isn't your accent that makes you, like, that makes people think, like, oh, you're not from here. It's not that at all, because... I drop in and out of a really big Southern accent depending on who I need to talk to or whatever. Mm-hmm. So if they if they're like, you know, really over the top with the if they sound like they're from Georgia and they're in Texas, I'm like, okay, this is how they feel comfortable around people. And sure. so I'll drop into my accent then. Um, but I really feel like it's your professionalism and the oh. way that you are. People like... thought I hated them sometimes because <laughs> I like I, there's no off switch to professional yeah. Sam sometimes, and a lot of people just communicate that they trust or like people by, um, and I, I don't want to say by being unprofessional, but by mm-hmm. a, inviting people into a world of, of putting letting the guard down uh, formality wise, yeah, which is great. But people would go up to you as as my spouse and say, Sam's fine, but when is he ever going to, you know, like or trust us? Because he yeah. just seems so different. And you'd be like, no, you don't get it. <laughs> that's that's him. <laughs> yeah. What you're getting is Sam. <laughs> yeah, I think you're a very professional person. And I think that that sometimes trips people up because a lot of times if you're not already a part of the good old boy system, you kind of expect things especially in local government to be harder for you mm. so whenever you 
approach someone in local government that you're expecting this to be a really troublesome time and then this person is just like oh they're not from here that's also you know kind of like unsettling but then when you find out that like okay they're not from here and they also just don't give a shit about this good old boy system and i'm just going to get the services that i need with no trip ups or anything Mm -hmm. and i think that's why people think that you're you know trustworthy or whatever it's because you don't favor anybody didn't really play any games no sure like you don't give a shit if that's a pastor in a local church like Uh, great in fact if anything (laughs) get the fucking line i would be (laughs) i I don't think i'd try not to communicate anyways but i would be annoyed if people would try to say you need to help me and here is why i'm a person who especially deserves this help yeah. <laughs> i'd be like no now i i, I, I of course I'm, i want to go above and beyond equally for everyone but now i like am so wary about doing anything that would be beyond above and beyond yeah. because this is because you've presented had this it to whole me element like this. of of yeah i once had a um a... made me so uncomfortable when people would present problems that way and <laughs> just be like what do i what do i do with that <laughs> I once had an alarm going off. I was um, off on a Saturday for my job, and someone called, and they were like, oh, hey, this is the local pastor of such and such place. And I was like, okay, how did you get my number? That's so weird. And they were like, oh, I knew several people. Like, they had to call several people to get me. And they were like, I was just letting you know that an alarm is going off. And I was like, oh, yeah, that I know. And, you know, this and this are, are being taken care of. And so I had an employee that just put in the wrong alarm code. And they were like, well, if you want to give me the alarm code, I can go in and turn it off. And I was like, no, I'm good. You're a stranger. <laughs> just met. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a person that I, I like, knew, like, from the community. Oh, really? Like, I okay. understood who they were. I see. I was just like, no, sir. I'm not, <laughs> not going to give you the alarm password to go in there. I have an employee in there. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Funny stuff. Um, I wonder how local government is around here. It's, it's weird, uh, you know. I've only interacted with local government a couple times here, and that was uh, a really pleasant experience. I had a great experience, too, and I called. I had a whole bunch of questions uh, for some of the local uh, building permits, I guess, office, Mm -hmm. and uh, they were very helpful. And they were really weird, specific questions, but they they had a lot of it. It had to do with uh, unfinished additions and homes and stuff like that. Oh, right, when we were looking for houses. Yeah. We were looking at the three available houses that we could possibly find. (laughs) We got so lucky. We keep getting so lucky. Yeah, we, we really need to keep the streak going until we get vaccinated, you know? One step ahead of the bread line. <laughs> One jump ahead Sam, of the sword. How, even Halliburton can't afford these Disney rights. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So for anyone following along at home with Fantasy Sam Law School, we got both con law. Can you imagine con law in spring of 2021? So what's con law? Constitutional law. Constitutional law. And property law. <laughs> yeah, this semester. Property. And CIPRO, too. <laughs> and contracts too, so it's gonna be. Whew, so whew. for the, for those that don't know what Civ Pro is, what is what is that? If you were if you had to put it into context of like a tweet, civil procedure. So civil procedure are the where what uh, where when how and why of how you file in court, where what you do, mm-hmm. some of your professional obligations to your client, but then. So it's it's nothing to do with the exact claim that your client has or the claims against your client, not really. It's the infrastructure it's, surrounding it's, it. It's what court has the appropriate subject matter jurisdiction, what court does or does not have the personal jurisdiction over you and other people and other claims, other claimants. Mm-hmm. And it has a lot to do with the history of courts and, and how these big concepts came to be, how they were in the past, how they are now. 
sort of thing. It's, it's a very daunting subject, one that uh, a lot of very, very smart people struggle with. Joe Biden uh, kind of famously just anyone he would, who would ever talk to him about law school, he'd talk about how much he hated this whole procedure. <laughs> and he's, he's very much not alone in that. It's a, it, it can be a, a really challenging one. There are some people who really like it, and I, so far, have really enjoyed it. It mm-hmm. was one of my favorite uh, sub. It was, it was my most challenging, probably, subject of the first semester, although crim law was really not intuitive to me in some ways, and I needed a lot of extra help in crim law. And crim law is criminal law? Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, but I, I did really... Uh, enjoyed the challenge of civil procedure and I, I met a, a lot of other people who did too worked very closely with them but I, I can appreciate that it's a challenging subject for a lot of smart people so yeah I think the people that like demon souls and dark souls are people that would like civil procedure yeah it's right? a bird by bird yeah. sort of thing where uh, you have to really really have this zen uh, inner peace of understanding that there are no big things that just seems to be there are millions of small things yeah. And one small thing at a time. Uh, and if you don't have that perspective and that grind, it, it, uh, not to say that it's a matter of character, because it isn't. Mm-hmm. It's just things are more or less intuitive to all kinds of different types of people. And this is a really exacting uh, one, so it can, it can be challenging to, to anybody. But uh, it, it, it does reward a, a slow um, and methodical approach, for sure. Yeah. Which which those demon souls and the dark souls kind of cultivate, a slow, sure. methodical approach to large overwhelming problems yeah exactly that's why i just keep going halfway through the current map and then i'm like you know what i'm gonna go back to the nexus take a little breather i'm gonna do this all do over again yeah. yeah uh because obviously i am very I think good at that you, you <laughs> dipped your toe in before but it's never really tough like it is for mm-hmm. demon souls but i think you're really starting to catch the bug of the learning through failure that the yeah, games kind yeah, of cultivate yeah, yeah. and how it's constantly having a conversation with you about like how to play the game or how to think about the game, mm-hmm. and I think that you're you're really beginning to enjoy yeah, that. That's it's very true. I um I didn't really get that when I tried to play Dark Souls three. Is that Dark right? Souls three? Dark Souls three. Um, I was just like, oh, this game is punishing. Yeah. Like it's just it isn't fun to me. It's not to tell you that it's better than you. Yeah, and uh-huh. I was like, that's not nice. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I'm supposed to be relaxing right now. <laughs> Where are my endorphins? Uh, but yeah, this game is a lot more fun. You for still me. die a lot in Demon Souls. Yeah, I mean, you die all the time. But it. But I, Demon Souls does a better job of inviting people in to the to play with things in the world. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Um, so my first time playing Demon Souls, Sam was uh, like, "Okay, I, I just want to very strongly encourage you to use your shield to block." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> I did not do it over and over, and I kept dying. And Sam is so, how should I say? You're so supportive and nice. You never want to come off as pushy or telling someone how to do something. And so um, when I wouldn't do it, you were like, okay, well, if you want to, you could use your shield. And <laughs> I was like, I, I get it, Sam. It's just that, like, my timing is off. And, like, I'm like by the time I raise my shield, I've already been hit and killed. <laughs> and um, so you're like, well, I could tell you when. And it was really great because then you coached me like for like 20 minutes or so of like, okay, don't forget, you got to lock onto your target. Get your shield up. And it was uh, so fun. But it was so funny because I was like, all right, this is actually great. Having a coach during Demon Souls is great. Sure, yeah. <laughs> it was fun and it really helped me get a lot better. That, and- those games give you the real Jon Snow learning in the courtyard how to fight. Yeah. <laughs> experience. <laughs> 
constantly puts you in that place. I forgot about that series. <laughs> All right. Yeah. It's such a big part of our world. Yeah. For so long. It's I so mean, wild. I found uh, TND Podcast because the night after the Game of Thrones premiere, I Googled who's doing a uh, Game of Thrones podcast, <laughs> and I found Geekly. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't Geekly then, but I, I found uh, the, the people who would lead me into the fold of, of Geekly. But, like, if it wasn't for Game of Thrones, so many of us wouldn't have gotten together. And now we just all don't like it <laughs> or don't yeah. think about it or have a different relationship with Game of Thrones. Yes. <laughs> I guess the real Game of Thrones was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's so interesting. We actually had um, some Game of Thrones songs in our wedding because it was an homage to how, you know, the seed of uh, kind of where we were connected to each other. Yeah. So, yeah. Interesting. Uh, Rogue One, definitely one of the best Star Wars films in the mm-hmm. entire franchise. For sure. Loving it. Saw it last last week or week before last. Such a good fucking film. Okay. Yeah, I good. can't believe it doesn't receive more critical acclaim and fan acclaim. It has its fans, for yeah. sure. Of, why, of all the why isn't everyone talking about it every day? <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> I get I, I can subscribe to Star Trek on uh, on Twitter and I get like every every time someone says the word Star Trek I, I see it but like I'm subscribed to Rogue One never see any really no, oh so, no. so Twitter doesn't have anything to dish up for you no maybe you gotta be the rogue you wish to see in the universe I guess so I guess so I really love that movie it was so great that's really good another movie that was great Soul. Soul was really good. Disney's Soul was great. I was not expecting it to be as good as it was. Um, there were some criticisms of, you know, there was a, the main character is a black man, and through much of the film, he is not portrayed as a black man. And so there was some um, some controversy over that, but I, I thought it was really, really good. Mm-hmm. And I really loved so many of the abstract elements of Soul. And um, it was really nice because, you know, our kids are now teens, so it's a little harder for them to, like, get sucked into, like, Pixar things and and all of that. But they were totally into it. Both of them were just like, it was a really good movie. And I don't feel like we it's that often, maybe I just am not plugged into it, but I don't feel like we often get a black, middle-aged, non-action hero protagonist. Yeah, Or has nothing to do with combat, action, anything. Mm -hmm. So it was nice to see, like, outside of like maybe being a police officer or something yeah. when do you see like a black person of that age as the protagonist so yeah, that, that was really fun and be like so into his world and what he likes and his, his journey yeah it was really so it was nice. very fun we had actually really struggled with um one of our children uh because you know they being a child right now is fucking hard you are so isolated from your friends yeah. Your school is nothing like you have ever seen it before. It's just fucking hard. Mm -hmm. And so it's really difficult as a parent to keep them motivated to keep going on because, you know, you know that this is going to end at some point. But for them, it just seems like this is never ending. Absolutely. Um, So we were really having a moment of struggle with one of our children. And they were just like, I don't really know what I want to do with my life. And who cares? Like maybe like school isn't even like that big of a deal. Like it's really been such a downer for, you know, kids right now. And so I had turned, I had watched this movie earlier um, with my daughter and um, I turned it on for our son and like, he was just kind of like down in the dumps. And after that, he's like, Hey, 
this is really good. It kind of inspired me. And I was like, oh, that's so great. So yeah. it's nice when a piece of media can do exactly what you hope it will do, right? For sure. So, yeah. So, uh, so middle-aged. That guy's not middle-aged. He's younger than middle-aged, right? How old is he? I think he was like 40 40s. or so. Yeah, I 40s. think he's middle-aged. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I would say that. Um, <clears throat> so anyways, I mean, he was voiced by Jamie Foxx. There you go. So middle-aged. A little great in there. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Um, so I really liked that film. It was good. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Uh, so I'd, I'd give it the podcast podcast bump. I'd also give the podcast podcast bump to Rogue One. Rogue One and to Molly. And to Molly. You guys so. all have the. This is the graduating class of the podcast bump. Podcast bump. Uh, M three accounting. <laughs> yeah. Rogue One and Soul. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're gonna call it. Yeah. <laughs> Meow. Thanks, guys. <laughs>